What's the first thing you do in 2022 when you need something done, but you're not sure where to get it? You Google it, right? You need a plumber, you Google it. You need a mortgage, you Google it. You need a car detail or an oil change, you Google it. If your business doesn't show up in the top three or even on the first page in general, when I Google something, chances are you're not getting my business. Actually, you're definitely not getting my business. It's that simple. Maybe you do show up, but you only have one review that was left by a customer in 2015. Well, you're not getting my business either. Websites by Students is a company that's here to help solve modern website issues for small and medium-sized businesses. The team at Websites by Students builds custom WordPress websites for small and medium-sized service businesses. Every website is 100% custom built, which means you tell them what you want on the site and they build it exactly to your needs. Every website comes equipped with Google Suite functionality, meaning the Google Map, Google integration is all built in right from the start. Their prices are incredibly affordable and their team is super professional to work with. They can build you a brand new website in under three weeks and that comes with unlimited revisions. So they'll send you the first draft. If you don't like it, tell them to fix it as long as you want until the site looks exactly the way that you want it. They won't publish anything until it's perfect and you want it built the way that you want it. The best part about it is that every website package comes with one year worth of free website management. So six months after you get this site built, if you want to update something, whether it's copywriting or you own a restaurant and you want to add to your menu, just tell the team at Websites by Students to do it. They'll turn that around in under 48 hours and get that website updated for you to your exact specifications. It gets even better. Websites by Students is a purpose-driven organization. A portion of every website they build goes to a scholarship fund to help fight student debt for as many college students as they can. If you visit websitesbystudents.com today, fill out the contact form and mention the Get It Done podcast. You'll save 20% on your next website project. That could be as much as $500 worth of savings. And that $500 is more than likely going into that scholarship fund to help fight student debt. Visit websitesbystudents.com today to get your new website built or get your existing website updated so that it shows up on the first page of Google, if not the top three. Their goal is to make you number one. Call them today, visit their website, mention our podcast, save 20%. (laughs) All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Get It Done podcast. I'm Joe Zanke, your host, co-founder, COO of On Demand Storage, who sponsors the podcast. And today I'm with my good friend, Jeff Dyer of North River Staffing Group. Jeff, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you on, man. I, um, you know, we met um, three years back playing golf and, uh, you know, it's, I'm glad we can catch up now. It's been a little bit, but um, I'm glad to see that you're doing well and, uh, and and now doing your own thing, which is great. Yeah, same to you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. It took a while, but I, but I finally got here. You know you what? Know? Anytime you expect something like a business or a new venture to go fast, you're just going to be mistaken. It's probably going to take three times, as, at least three times as long as you think it's going to be. But it's uh, from what I found, if you have the patience and you know the discipline to stick it out, then uh, it ends up typically being worth it. Well, and it's also a better late than never thing. It's, um, you know, I found doing my own thing at 46 years old, which it doesn't matter how long it takes, you know, uh, it's, it's my passion and I love what I do and I'm just glad I found it. I'm not, I don't sit there thinking, I wish I'd found this 10 years earlier. You can't. I'm just glad I found it. You can't, you can't. And, um, so tell us a little bit about North River Staffing Group and what you're, what you're now doing, um, at at 46. How, before I guess maybe you go into it. Yeah. Um, tell us how you got there. 
Yeah, so the origin story is interesting. So I started out as just a sales guy. I started selling payroll and HR at ADP in the mid-90s. And then I parlayed that into a bunch of different software and technology jobs. And I liked it. You know, I never really loved it. Um, and then, like we were just saying, around 46 years old, I, I had left another company. And I found myself jumping around and I kind of had that conversation with myself. What do I really want to do when I grow up? And and like I said, it's better late than never. Um, so I took the summer off. I probably played a lot of golf with you that summer. And you did. I was around a lot. Uh, I was like, what's Jeff do? Yeah, exactly. He's chill. Not, not, not much. <laughs> um, and then, you know, Labor Day came and I'm like, man, I got to get a job. So I ended up uh, meeting this guy that owned this small boutique staffing firm uh, down around where I live. I live in Norwell. And um, he had about six or seven contractors that worked for him. And originally he was trying to place me. And I'm like, man, do I really want another sales job? So him and I were having a beer and I just looked at him. I said, why don't I just do what you're doing? You look like you're doing pretty well. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I said, I staffing and recruiting. I love it. I love sales. I love salespeople. I love working with salespeople. I have a huge network, you know, part of the benefit of being 46 and having moved around a bit, sure. um, you build a really strong network. And most of my, you know, buddies and past colleagues were now VP level hiring manager types. Yeah. So I literally, he, we shook hands, had a beer and it was done. And within two days, I had my first client that I brought on because I knew I had a buddy that just went to a startup. Nice. And within three weeks, I had my first, um, I recruited my first person, closed my first deal. So he called me Enzo Ferrari because of how quick that was. He's never seen it happen. (laughs) You're moving fast there. Moving pretty fast. Uh, And I'll tell you, from there on, I loved it. I loved it. I loved doing it. I loved working with clients. I loved working both sides of the desk, working with candidates, you know, being sort of a matchmaker. Right. And helping helping good companies find talent because there's nothing really more important than the people that that work for you, as you probably know. There really isn't. You know, you could have the process and strategy in place, but if you don't have the right people to carry it out, it's um, it doesn't matter. I couldn't agree more. I, uh, you know, we just got over the last year and a half into really building a team, you know, for a long time. I have two partners in my venture. So for a long time there, um, you know, it was just us. And then we hired um, our first employee, uh, a woman named Tracy, who's still with us today. She was huge for our company, still is, does so much. And um, and then we realized, just like you're saying, the value in having good people around. And so I'm really proud of the team we've been able to create just to this point. But um, it's so true. You know, it's, it's just like you got to be able to have strong, reliable, trustworthy people uh, carrying out your mission and, and, and they got to believe in what they're doing too. And you hear a lot about culture, right? Today you hear a lot about people building a culture and it's so true. You have to build, you don't just hire people, you hire people that fit your culture. Like I have a particular client that they're big on that. They want to make sure and they do their vetting and I do the vetting for them in the, in in the beginning is they want to make sure this person fits their culture. Yep. They want someone that's going to contribute they have a very collaborative team environment and they want to make sure somebody can thrive there. So absolutely. So now that company that you're mentioning at this point though, is not North river staffing, correct? No, North river staffing is just me for now. 
Um, just me bringing on clients, finding candidates, working both sides of the desk. You know, where do I want to take this thing? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. It's funny. I talk to, you know, clients and candidates about this and, um, you know, the, the old Jerry Maguire memo, which uh, less clients, more attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had, a, had a bad piece of pizza and grew a conscience. Uh, <laughs> that type of thing. But uh, I don't know if I want to, you know, hire people. I'm not sure. I'm going to, you know, that would be a good problem to have. You know, this year's off to a great start being super busy, but not overwhelmingly busy. Um, so I also have a friend, uh, Lisa down in Connecticut, who does what I do. Sure. So if either one of us gets too busy, I worked on a deal with her. Um, if either one of us gets too busy, we bring the other one in at a 50, 50 split. So it works well. Nice. Now, are you able to do like you're able to do deals in Connecticut, right? It's not really geographically. Um, no. You can do deals with anywhere, right? I can do deals anywhere. And people these days want candidates from anywhere because, as you can tell, everybody's sort of going the remote route. Right. Um, I'm working on a, a gig now where they literally, the person can be anywhere in the country, which is great. It's good and bad. It's great because the pool of candidates is enormous. Right. Sometimes it's easier if the pool of candidates is smaller. I can imagine, yeah. You know I what I mean? Oh, uh, definitely, yeah. The back end of this job is um, it's a painstaking, arduous task that I never fully tell the clients about. The clients see the the the, the nicely qualified candidate with a very well-written email summary and a resume. But then I realize that I talked to 12 people on the back that, you know, 10 of them I had to dismiss, that sort of thing that um, they only see the four or five candidates that are neatly prepared and, you know, and right. uh, emailed over to them and they're qualified. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mentioned this to you. Uh, I got a sneak peek into the staffing world at the beginning of my career. I right. went and got a, um, I was looking for a job in real estate. I went to a staffing company. I hit it off with the guy that interviewed me. You know, he's a just out of school. What's that? You were just out of school, right? Just out of school. Yeah. It's at the, at the end of the summer after I graduated college and I was looking for a real estate job. I, um, you know, didn't really have a lot of connections in that world at that point. And I reached out to one of them and said, Hey, you know, do you know anybody that is looking to hire? He pointed me to a staffing guy. I died. So I went and uh, talked to this guy and he was great. He's great at what he did. Um, he was like, you can do what I do. You know, I, I'm, I'm making good money doing it. And, um, long story short, I, I only worked there. I ended up getting the real estate job that I wanted to quickly after I got hired by them. But yeah. I got a peek into what you're talking about. And, yeah. um, you know, the qualifying of candidates, the constantly kind of searching LinkedIn, calling, 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 trying to figure right. out, okay, yeah. this is a good fit. Is this a good fit? Um, that, like you said, that's not the stuff that the client that they hires you that. sees. No, they, they, right. they don't see the 30 that you already rejected for them. <laughs> right. right. They only see the, hopefully the four or five that you, again, that you just put, gave them on a silver platter. And hopefully those folks all enter the interview process and get a look and they hire one. I mean, that's, that's sort of what it's like. And it's funny. So it brings up something that that's interesting. And, you know, when I was writing my website, I was trying to come up with, you know, how am I different and what's, what's my value prop. Right. Um, and you, it's funny cause you going to a recruiting firm right out of college, like my, not my pitch. It's true. When I talk to clients, I'm like, I have real world business experience. I've been, selling and doing this and I've been selling into C level and all this stuff for 24 years. Right. 
So what I mean by that is I can talk to candidates and clients about real experiences that I've had. You know, I can talk and I took, so I recruited a, a woman out of a large company. Um, and then I staffed her and recruited her into a smaller client and into a smaller firm that was a client of mine that had about 40 employees. I could talk to her exactly what it's like to go from a large corporation to a startup. That's so Cause, important. Because I did it three times. Yeah, right, right. So I could I could ease her worry, you know, talk to her what it's like, the good, the bad. But you can't do that if you are 21, 22 and you've just been staffing. You, you know, have no I, idea. You have no idea what it's like. You only no. know the one culture that you're used to, which is that company. And yeah. uh, and you've never been hired or fired or, or joined a different team. So, yeah, you're totally right. And I just filled the job for a guy for a uh, client of mine that's a fintech startup pre-series A, you know, haven't even raised any, I've raised a small amount of private money, but haven't even gone for their series A yet. And, you know, the right candidate needs to go out and sell and prove that the market exists, prove that there's an appetite for the product. I did that. Wow. I could tell, I, for, a, for a startup company that, that I wanted to launch over here in, um, in the US from Europe. So I did that. I could talk to them exactly what it's like, what to expect. You know, it's, the good, the bad, and the ugly again. So the experience is huge. It's meaningful for, for both parties. Like you said, you can talk to the company about it. You can talk yeah. to, I know what you're looking for. You know, I, I, I was that person at one point in my time. So I know what it takes and I know who's going to be good at it because, you know, I have experience doing it myself. And then, yeah. you, like you said, you can talk to the, um, your other, the other end of the client who's looking yeah. for a job and say, Hey, you know, this is exactly what this is going to be like when you do step into a position at a smaller company. Um, I've done it three times. So I can it's tell all, you. It's all about credibility, right? Sure. 100%. It's all about credibility. So I can talk to the client. You know, the client gives me a job description. We go through our, uh, you know, our probing. I ask them a ton of questions about the job description, stuff that's not on the job description, the ideal candidate. And then I can tell you, listen, this is what this is what you might be looking for. You know, maybe a little less of this, but somebody that's been at a bare bones startup, someone that isn't used to having a lead lead generation and this marketing machine, somebody that has to do all the heavy lifting themselves. I mean, yep. that is a pre-series A, series A, series B startup. That is, you know, don't look around going, where are my leads? You're the leads. They're coming from you. So, and I've done that. So we focused in that area. We found the, the right candidate. He hired the first person I sent him. Wow. It's great. Yeah, it doesn't have much, so. And I love it. It's fun. It's so much fun. I bet. So look, you, you're talking about your website a little bit. I mean, um, are you using that as a tool to get customers? How are you kind of marketing yourself as, you know, someone who's doing this solo and, and has only been doing it for a couple of years? How are you getting yourself in front of potential companies that are looking to hire and or potential clients who are looking for jobs? So the website is funny because I don't, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it helps me with business development. It doesn't really get me clients, but if you don't have a website, it could hurt. Yeah. Right. I don't even know if people, I think some people have probably gone to my website just to, you know, just to check it out. There is some good content on there. It does sort of describe my process and my approach, both from a client standpoint and a candidate standpoint. Yep. So that is kind of cool, but you know, I don't think it, it really has been a driver for bringing clients. My network is really what's been a driver. Definitely. Literally networking. Um, I network all day, every day. I started a peer networking group with just a couple of folks I found online that are in industries that 
that we don't cross over, but we target the same sort of clients. Sure. Um, that type of thing that's been helpful. And again, just having a huge network and keeping tabs on who's hiring. And I do some cold calling, but most of it is warm. Most mm-hmm. of it's people in my network that I know that are at, you know, those companies that are a sweet spot, those small to medium sized companies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once you, I've worked with some larger companies, but once you get into those larger companies that they start to bring that talent acquisition in house and they build a yep. talent acquisition team at their company, that's, those are tougher to work with. Yep. Definitely. Um, so the smaller, medium-sized companies, you build a good relationship, you partner with them, you know, you get an exclusive, and then you're off and running. So, but I mean, it's all about business development, LinkedIn, networking, talking to people. I talk to everybody. Yeah, you got I mean, it. You know, what's funny is I'm sure we'll get into the pandemic, but um, during the pandemic, I think it hit, you know, and it really hit was around April. I was getting like four or five candidates calling me a week. Wow. And I, I didn't, it's rare that a candidate calls me and I have a job sitting on my desk waiting for them. It's never happened. Right. 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 But, um, you know, I could talk to them about, you know, I could network with them because some of them are looking for sales management jobs. So again, talking to everybody and always networking. If I don't have a job for you now, but you land something, you remember, hey, that guy helped me out. You know, I could help him up with resume tips, LinkedIn tips. How do you stand out? I could tell them what, what does folks like me do on the back end? How do we find you, right? What mm-hmm. makes me look for someone like you? Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent a lot of time doing that. And it was really helpful to a lot of candidates. And it got me a couple of clients. That's right? great, man. I think the networking thing that you bring up is so important. That's like, honestly, a big reason why I, I continue to do this podcast and been doing it, yeah. you know, um, so often, you know, I mean, think about like doing it, uh, a, a few 115 or so episodes and, you know, a short six or seven, eight months. But at the end of the day, I've just realized how great it is to talk to other business owners, to network yeah. with people. Um, you know, you, you realize opportunities, you realize similarities, you realize, you know, Hey, if I, uh, I've talked to people and then a week later I've been like, Oh, I need something like that. And you can call them up or vice versa. You know, you talk to people and they're like, Hey, my, my uh, whole company's moving. Like, can you help us get a quote? And, and so it's just one of those things where you, I think doing something like this or just reaching out on LinkedIn, constantly talking to people, like you said, building rapport um, and getting to know people is, um, is just something that anybody doing a business should be doing and whether you're staffing or whether you're doing storage or whether you're doing anything. I mean, networking, like you said, is just always, you never know when it's going to come in handy. You never know when you talk to the right person for the wrong. It's, true. You know? it's never. Um, and I tell folks, I was telling candidates, you know, specifically in 2020, if I can help you, if I can make an introduction to someone in my network, I will do that. I don't need to get anything out of it. I believe in karma the stuff always comes back. I'm like, I will certainly help anybody that isn't working. If you just want to talk, let's talk. Let's get your LinkedIn profile going and start to think about what you want to do, where you might want to go in a list of companies. And I'll go through my network and I'll make introductions and just get a conversation going. I mean, that's how it's done. I mean, the way I tell folks is you, you get a job two ways. You either know someone that works there or someone like me that can introduce you. Right? Yep. That's, that's very true. That's pretty much it. So, um, so I'm always willing to help and talk to anybody. And I tell candidates too. I said, just pick up the phone, start calling old colleagues, people you you know you used to work with. 
Well, uh, now fill me in on this too, like as a candidate. So like, let's say for example, I was someone who was looking for a new job. Right. Um, how does your service, like, do I, do I inevitably pay you or is it the company that hi- that pays you when I get hired? That's a great question. And that a lot of people don't sort of understand the relationship. Um, the client pays me. Right. So I, I, I ultimately work for the company. I do right. a contract with XYZ company. Yep. Right. Yep. At a percentage of, of, you know, salary. And, and then I go and find the candidates The can it's totally free to the candidate. Yeah. So that's, that's another reason why it's honestly like one of those things where people don't realize how certain positions work. And I think uh, it's pretty eye opening once you realize it, like if you were to go on a trip, um, you know, hiring like as I've, I've gone on obviously trips that I've just booked myself and I've gone on ones where I've hired travel agents and like you hire a travel agent when you're going somewhere, you, you have no idea anything about it. Um, but the travel agent is getting paid by the airline company, the hotel company, like they can help you out for nothing. Uh, right. you hired someone like you, like you can go find them the the perfect job or what you like, see the perfect job for nothing. So it's like, why wouldn't, why would you just go on your own and try to do it? Hire someone like yourself to, to walk you through, do it in a professional way. The same thing with realtors too. Like, you know, if you're selling a house is a different story, but if you're buying a house, you might it's as well have a professional. That's a similar to real estate, Joe. It's funny you said that. Sorry to interrupt, but it's similar to real estate, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, and, and, and tons of people don't know that. Tons of people, are like, oh, I don't, need, I don't need an agent or something like that. But it's like, we, dude, it doesn't cost anything. Like, why wouldn't? Why would you sit around on Redfin and like try to call these people yourself? Like, a, a, an agent is is there to do that for you, and they're going to get paid from the person that sells the house. So right. it just. And they're going to be able to give like, you know, the best real estate agents know everything about property. So they'll walk in and be like, ah, I don't like that place. You know, that's going to need a new boiler in like six months. So that think about an extra 20 grand when you, when you go to buy that, just stuff that you wouldn't even see, but why wouldn't you get the free opinion? Why wouldn't you get your free opinion? Um, you know, when it comes to being hired by a tech company, like it just, it makes perfect sense. So the relationship, um, is definitely a big thing that I think anybody listening, you know, if, if you're in a position where you're looking for a new job or anything like that, you know, I think that's something that's probably, like you said, happening a lot more now than it did last year. Yeah. Reach out to someone. It doesn't have to be me. Reach out to someone like me. It's yeah. Yeah. You know, just to get that conversation going and, you know, tips and tricks on how to kind of stand out on LinkedIn because, you know, the back end of this thing is folks like me are combing LinkedIn recruiter looking for candidates. I mean, that's how I'd say 90% of, of these jobs are filled by recruiters it is just through, you know, through LinkedIn recruiter. It's, it's like LinkedIn on steroids. You can do a ton of things with it. You can really narrow down and funnel down to a good pool of qualified candidates and then go from there. So, I mean, I can, I'm yeah. willing to talk to anybody about how to stand out and, and get noticed. Absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, I know I probably know where this answer is going, but, um, you just started a company, you know, there's obviously some tough times. Tell me yeah. about, uh, you know, maybe some experiences that and how you were able to get through them. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we know where this is going. I started this thing just before the pandemic, um, you know, into 2019, you know, I came out of the gates, brought, brought on a couple of clients. So one of them had a few openings. So I was able to, to fill a few gigs and then this thing hit and, I literally didn't walk into my office, which is at home for two months. Wow. I built a fire pit. I built a garden. <laughs> it just wasn't, there wasn't anything going on. People scattered from offices. Everybody went home. 
there was just so much uncertainty. So much. right, so much uncertainty. No, no one knew where this thing was headed. Um, weirdest time ever, honestly. Strangest, the weirdest. Yeah, weirdest thing. <laughs> I'm not happy we went through it, but it's something we're going to talk about when we're sitting in our rocking chairs. You know, right. <laughs> forty years. Um, but certainly wild. But I think, you know, really just keeping your head up and keeping a positive attitude, which sounds so cliche, but it's not because what couldn't creep into my mind is I got to go find a job. I couldn't let that creep into my mind because once that starts to creep in, you're sort of got a foot out the door yep. and I can't, I had to keep plugging away, keep plugging away. There was obviously some sleepless nights, like what's going to happen with this. And then, you know, things started kind of picking up again. I think people settled in at home and were realizing, you know, this doesn't change a lot. And there were still, you know, some tech in some tech companies that were thriving, that were hiring. And, you know, by the end of Q3, Q4, you know, the momentum started to pick up again. Um, yep. And Q1 was huge. I brought on five new clients um, and we're already off to like a huge, I say we, it's just me, but we're, <laughs> we're already <laughs> off to a huge uh a huge start to this year. And, you know, I got some great clients that I'm working with now, but you know, the short answer is you just got to keep your chin up. You know, I took, I Definitely. took the opportunity, you know, to spend time with my girlfriend, the dog, spend some time outside. My nephew came over, we built the fire pit together. Awesome. You know, that kind of stuff. And then the garden was super satisfying. So I just like everybody, we sort of took that opportunity to kind of chill out for a bit, you know, reconnect and, but you got to keep your you got to keep your attitude positive. Uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I like what you mentioned about having a foot out the door. You know, I think if you're going to do something, you got to be fully committed to it. And and yep. you having the the foresight of like not letting that creep in, being like, you know what, this is going to come back. I just got to be patient. I got to be patient. I got to wait through it. It yep. probably was very hard to be patient, but at the end of the day, wow. you knew, like, hey if I want to continue making this work, if I want to continue doing what I love to do, which it sounds like you found it, um, I just got to wait this out. I just got to wait it out. And you know, as an entrepreneur, you can't let any doubt creep in. Once doubt starts to creep in, it can sort of snowball and mm. take over. I mean, I just had to trudge forward. I, I just had, you had to take that time and realizing what everybody's going through and just sort of take that time to kind of reset, spend time wisely and then just be positive and confident that things will pick up again. You know, it's really Absolutely. It. Yeah. Well, Look, man. So, I mean, this has been a lot of fun having you on. I've uh, enjoyed hearing your story. I've enjoyed catching up with you. I, um, I think that, you know, I love that you're doing what you, what you want to do now. And it sounds like you're back in the groove. It sounds like companies are, you know, it just, it feels like it not even here from you just looking around People are hiring again, people moving around again, people are getting back to the office soon, uh, if not, if they haven't already. So, you know, things are going to pick up. It sounds like, you know, you have, like you said, you may not know exactly what the plan is, but, um, you know, the immediate future is looking bright. It's so looking bright. I'm happy to hear of, all that. A lot of optimism out there. You can see it. You can see it. Companies and companies are hiring again. Candidates have multiple opportunities. So it's, everything's looking up, which is good for everybody. So, and I appreciate you having me on, Joe. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's great for everybody, man. So let's uh let's definitely catch up and play some golf soon. I'd love to I'd love to get back out there. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, thanks very much. Thanks for your time, Jeff. Oh, lastly, where can people find you if they're looking for a new position? Yeah, so Jeff at NorthRiverStaffing.com. If you're hiring and you you need somebody 
to help you find good talent or if you're a candidate that's kind of looking for their next gig, uh, hit me up at Jeff at North River Staffing. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Appreciate it, man.